welcome back to a very special episode of We Are Liars podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Michelle. And tonight we are joined by Kirsten McGinnis. She is a queen and personality of three podcasts. She has Hot Dummies on Islands, Mess Magnets, and Kowski Cast. Kirsten, thank you so much for joining us on our PLL journey. Thank you so much for having me. I needed an excuse to watch a little bit of Pretty Little Liars. Yes. So this is perfect. <laughs> it's like everyone's guilty pleasure. Yeah, I don't know if anyone feels good <laughs> about liking it. Yeah. But here I am. That's the consensus. I feel like with people around our age, they're like, ooh, I watched this show and uh, I don't really know if I should be proud that I watched this show, but you still go back to it. And we've mm-hmm. had like a lot of our listeners like, this is their comfort show. They put it on the background, they're cooking, they're cleaning, whatever. And it's just like that good crap TV that you want to watch. Which you know Absolutely. much much of, <laughs> being that you love reality TV. I watch garbage all the time. <laughs> like Hot Dummies on Islands is the feed of like every show that someone with taste will run away from. I'm like, no, Temptation Island, I've got it. Love Island, Love Island isn't like better than the other ones, but like mm-hmm. and anything where they're just like being like too hot to handle. Has anyone else watched every single episode of Too Hot to Handle and podcasted about it? I don't think so. I don't think. But so. that's me. That's who I am. I like garbage. And we love garbage, so you're in the right place. I'd love to just start with your journey of Pretty Little Liars. When was the first time you watched it? Did you watch it live? And I know you haven't finished the whole show. So what made you stop? I mean, I could guess, but... (laughs) I, 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 I can't say what made me stop because I think it would be a pretty big spoiler. Um, but I started watching in the summer of, I think, 2012. I was working at a front desk of like when the dorms turn into hotel rooms and my one co-worker was obsessed with Pretty Little Liars and she had just gotten into it. And I think the new season had just gotten added to Netflix. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if that's season between season two and three or between seasons three and four. I can't remember, but I binged it then and then started watching live from there. And it would always be just a fun show to catch up with that coworker who Mm -hmm. became a really close friend until it, it it wasn't fun anymore. And then I stopped watching it. I could totally relate. So like is season five the season that it stops being fun? I mean, I feel like it's... It comes before that. Uh, Let me mentally prepare. It really depends. <laughs> it just, they blend. They all bleed yeah, together okay. in my brain. So, I mean, where we're at right now is 2011. So probably around season three is when you started watching mm. the show. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a doozy, Michelle. As I mean, as I know, I mean, you've teased that, but can't wait to get yeah. there. It's a wild yeah, ride. It's a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> well, the episode we're discussing tonight is season two, episode nine, titled Picture This Fitting. This one actually makes sense. Aired uh, August 9th, 2011, written by Janelle Lennon and directed by Patrick Norris. One of our old friends, Patrick Norris, mm-hmm. does all the teen dramas. Okay, Spencer is determined to find out what Jason's hiding at his house. Arya can't seem to get Jason off her mind for a different reason. Hannah helps Caleb with a difficult decision about his family. Now, I uh, had so many eyeballs 
in the in the group chat tonight. I know. Lots of eyeballs. They were, I was like, she was can't sending wait for them everyone like to see crazy. this. I was like a brief I'm like watching it and I was like, eyeball, eyeball, eyeball. I'm like, okay, what's coming, Liz? Because okay. I was like, like look literally like my eyeballs were popping out of my head. Oh my goodness. I, I we just have to get it off the table. Aria, Ezra, Jason. Like for some reason, I'm actually not triggered by this. And we had this in the discussion. Michelle said, what did you say, Michelle? No. Okay. So Kirsten, a <laughs> little, little backstory. Liz and I are not the biggest fans of Azaria, Ezra, and Arya being together. However. Probably the, the least fan of yeah, the yeah. entire But watching band. them get it on, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm into this. I'm okay with this. I'd rather watch <laughs> this than watch them try to work out their relationship issues and have these talks that go nowhere and they're super annoying and immaturity happening. How do you feel about Ezra and Arya? I don't know why it was such a trope to do Mm -hmm. teachers with students in teen dramas. Like, I just feel like that I I can't get over that. And the older I get, the more I'm like, why did this? Why was this a thing? That's super weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do think that when Arya and Ezra are like getting more physical and not talking about it. You can kind of forget and go back to the beginning when you didn't know yes. that he was her teacher. Yeah. So True. it's like a, a little bit less, but it's still just I'm like, why? She's a child. So mm-hmm. leave her alone. Like, it's always in the back of your brain, but this show has like conditioned you mm-hmm. to just be okay with it, which obviously we know it's not. But the first time we do see them together, it's a very brief scene of them talking and then they're making out in the bathroom. Yeah. And then you go back. It's like you remember that and then you go here and you're like, okay, well, this is what they're good at, essentially, (laughs) even though it's we have made a mention that this is they have not had sex yet, which thank goodness they had, you know, definitely solidified that, that she's still 16. That's such a weird thing to include because you'd think that with the bathroom makeout that they would have just done it done right it. then Something. and there. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, do they have they done stuff? Have they done nothing? I think they've done stuff. Stuff, right? Yeah. Surely. Like, definitely stuff. some stuff. Definitely hand stuff. Definitely. <laughs> At least. At, At least over the pants you know? stuff. At, At least. At least. <laughs> but how did you feel about seeing her do that also with jason who i love i just love him but you know i know he's also incredibly cringe right now and he's older too incredibly cringe (laughs) i want to know what's going on in rosewood that all of these people in their 20s are so willing to hang out with teenagers and so interested in having sex with them like I, I don't understand. I'm I'm from a small town and like there'd be one girl that was like 14 <laughs> dating a 20 year old and you'd be like, oh, that's weird. But it was not everyone. Yeah. No. And we were saying in our group chat tonight that all of our listens, listeners were like, are there no one of age? There's no one over 23, 25 that live in this town that these guys can like fawn right. over. It's just these high school kids. They and every cars. single one of them mm-hmm. have their own perspective 25 year old it's disgusting <laughs> so yeah weird. it's really weird why didn't we just make them younger you know what i'm saying know. just make or i just have one but like jason we could have made younger garrett got garrett and uh jenna fooling around the other age gap relationship yep. mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder, Kirsten, you didn't read any of the books, right? I haven't read the books, but I've started getting a lot of TikTok content lately of people mm. breaking down some Ooh. of the books and... I might read them now. Right? They sound so much more wild than the show. Yeah. And I just was wondering, I don't remember if I'm assuming Jason is in the, is Jason in the book? Ooh, I don't remember. So I'm like, what did they age him up on purpose or mm. not? Like, you know, what were the things? Why did they choose? The choices were confusing. Right. I think Jason is in the book. Yes. Yeah. He has a book character page on the wiki. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But it's just like unnecessary and uh, they purposely don't tell you how old he is or I mean, you can assume how old Ezra is being that he's fresh out of college and now he's teaching. He's 23, right? Like, that's just what makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's also so young to have a full time teaching job. Right. Oh, yeah. Very. Right. He just got that so quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So easy for. Some and people. now he's got a college professor job. So. Okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty of the Arya storyline. She's quite literally feeling the Jason burn, <laughs> and she's having these very uh, hot sex dreams. And I was dying because they trick you. They think you think that Ezra and Arya are hooking up, and then it switches to Jason. You're like, oh wait, this can't be real, obviously. Um, well, or maybe it could be <laughs> a little threesome action going on there. I doubt uh, Ezra would like to do that. However, uh, you do see Arya have so much contemplation this episode with Jason and her thoughts. And she's like, why am I thinking about him? Mm-hmm. And our listener, Mike, had asked us a question, which I think is kind of funny because he asked, what was more of a nightmare? Hooking up with Jason, hooking up with Ezra or hooking up with Chuck Bass? Oh, God. <laughs> I've had while we were doing Gossip Girl, I had multiple Chuck Bass dreams unwillingly. Like I did not want to. My Ew. brain and subconscious was doing other things for me. And with Dan, no, I had I a like, lot what? of Dan dreams, but no it's Chuck. Just, it must dreams. just be Penn Badgley, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think that Chuck has to be more of a nightmare, right? But I'm not the one who's experienced it, so please. <laughs> through that yeah i'm waiting i'm waiting for my jason dream i could go without having an ezra dream but i wouldn't say no but i think out of all of them even though i've had the chuck bass dream actually i'm gonna say sorry i'm gonna say it's ezra wow (laughs) he's just not doing it for me at all he just is so Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just mm-hmm. not the character is just not doing it for me well and also is there something wrong with his hair I feel like he looks really weird I watched the last episode and this one just to be ready and I just felt like he looked so weird when he was in the pottery room yeah like something was wrong mm-hmm. with his appearance and I, I don't know what it is maybe his hair his face is the same I maybe don't know. he's was like disheveled because Arya like didn't answer his phone calls and stuff and he was like <laughs> rushing over <laughs> to, to me he looked ghost her i said it last week he looked skinnier so he he just looks like unhealthy a little bit so it could Mm -hmm. be the hair and we're stressed out and Mm. i mean i know it's not that deep but like we can say it is (laughs) i don't think they played that up but something's not working for me yeah aria continues to be having these thoughts and then she has these awkward moments with jason she sees him in the hallway and emily catches on she's like what was that about and she's like you're blushing and she tells Emily, I had a dream about him like that. 
And Emily's like, "What? But you're with Ezra." And I'm like, well, "Can't people have thoughts about other people? I mean, this is normal, Absolutely. right?" Absolutely. I mean, I have you dreams all the time. All the time. Right. Right. And happily married. Dreams all the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. They're 16 though. Yeah, like, they're, they they're don't 16. know. Right. They, they don't, don't know. know what's normal. Right. Their hormones are probably all over the place. Yeah, and even for Arya, now it's even pumped up because she's in denial of like, oh my God, I have to totally put these Jason feelings to the side. I can't even let them in, which mm-hmm. is just like, let me ramp up to Ezra. Right. So she like <laughs> yeah. walks right into Ezra's office and starts stripping down with this negligee thing going on <laughs> underneath. And he's like, whoa, I'm like, relax, Ezra. <laughs> but she, she's like, is it hot in here? And she locks the door and she starts undressing and they start making out. And then he says, and Molly mis- Molly interpreted this as they were having sex because he said, oh, I only have 15 minutes. And Aria said, that's enough time. Yeah. And then like, no, they purposely tell you later on that she has not had sex with him <laughs> yeah. in her dream. Right. Yeah. But he's like, what is happening here? What's going on? And he does question it. But she's like, oh, I'm just happy. Let's be happy together. (laughs) Just happy. Yeah. I want to note that there was an interview with I, Marlene King, and she had said to this point that it was intentionally vague that Ezra and Arya were sexually active, um, but they they would make it clear in season two. So this is them making it clear that in as uh, Arya's dream, she does say, like, we have not had sex, but it was worth the wait. So. And then she has another J- Jason dream. So. Mm, interesting. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why would she want her first time to be in an office? Right? Mm. I know. Mm-hmm. And it was it was confusing. I think they were trying to fake out the audience because it looks like they're back in Ezra's apartment, right? Like in his bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, did you take it there? But obviously we find that out that that's a dream. Right. But yeah. Why would you want to do it on like a leather couch in his office? Yeah. Like to me, I read that as I I need to just get this going. And maybe if I do it, then I won't have these Jason feelings anymore. Right. Like mm-hmm. I need to be sexually active mm-hmm. so that I can just like this is going to feel better. We're going to feel the love and all the things and the Jason stuff's just going to go out the window. That's yeah. It's like how the mighty have fallen because last week we were just talking about how we loved how she wasn't like falling at <gasps> Ezra's feet. So and now she's list. like climbing back up like hey help me here i'm drowning because she's feeling now insecure in her relationship because she's having these dreams about jason right which you know that's a her problem (laughs) and then aria tells emily again that she's having these dreams and emily says well if you're dreaming about someone that means that you want something from them i kind of agree with that actually oh okay like even yeah, well, in a way, because I feel like when – this is how I've always felt, that when you dream of someone or if you have a conversation with someone in your dreams that you haven't spoken to in a long time, it's kind of yourself working out a problem or an issue or trying to reach a resolution with mm-hmm. that person. So yeah. I, I kind of get what Emily's saying there. Like a closure thing. Yes, big-time closure. Yeah, absolutely. Then Jason comes to the Montgomery's to give Arya a card for the youth center, which I'm like, why aren't we giving this to the parents? Wow. But maybe the parents don't know that Jason knows. Well, I guess he does because he was at the dinner party. But also, like, so we can see Arya. Of course. Of course. He's obsessed. Obsessed. He, he is obsessed. So much so. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so he's like comforting Arya and he puts his hand on her shoulder and it was like the longest three seconds of my entire life. And even Arya's like, um, okay, I got to go study now. And it's very obvious that she doesn't have to go study. She doesn't even wait for him to close the door before she like moves on to like throwing her books on the table. Like he, it's obvious to him that she doesn't have to study well and that's isn't that where she says like oh i have a test and then like doesn't know what class right he's like i don't teacher. think that that teacher teaches that class. also how does like, he know what teacher teaches what hasn't it been a while since we've been out of high school or is it because he's back in doing the whole counseling thing right we know he's, the staff he's back in the circle a little bit yeah well would he know anything because of his sister being still in like the group Oh, that's true. Or like, like being in like the know. A year ago or whatever mm-hmm. was in the, oh, that group point. and maybe would have right. given mm-hmm. some info. Right, right, right. Good point. Yes. Yeah. So then we have this bigger scene here where Jason tells Arya that someone has broken into his shed, which we'll get to. And Arya immediately defends Mike and Jason's like, hey, I wasn't even going there. I wasn't suspecting that. And then while we have this conversation, Jenna and Garrett are in a car, Garrett watching (laughs) them. Um, And he's explaining to Jenna that Jason and Arya are talking. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, it doesn't look like anything's happening. And Jenna's annoyed because obviously we know she can't see. And Jenna says if they start hooking up and he starts remembering things from that night, then they're going to be in trouble. So, like, to me, who knows nothing, I'm like, oh, they know something. And last week, Liz, you were like, I don't know what they're talking about. Um, one of our listeners, Kat, had sent me an email and explained it to me. I can't obviously tell you just yet, but I was like, oh, that's what it they're talking about. Like, there's so many things. Even she's like, yeah, there's so many things that yeah. they hint to and give you clues for and you have to remember them all there's just so much these, going on these two remind me of boris and natasha from the whole bullwinkle world <laughs> like watching these two in the car they make me laugh so much i don't approve of their relationship but like i thoroughly enjoy jenna they're a good team it's a fun teamwork going Kristen, on how do you feel about jenna I'm trying to like put myself back into where i was watching this because yeah. i feel like jenna is she, like she's just serving, you know, like she mm-hmm. she's really giving what needs to be given at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wish that she was more of the story. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when we first when the show was first on, I was first watching her like I didn't realize how much of like a presence she was. And I'm like, no, she's like everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Minus we know of like the stuff right. that she's done yes. with Toby. Yes, with Toby. Or well, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But other than that, you know, if you need a villain, she's like a great villain. She's a really good villain. Yeah. Yeah. But they're witnessing Arya and Jason talking and then he just says to her like look I care about Mike but I care about you and I wanted to see if you feel the same way and he doesn't even wait for her to kind of answer he goes in and leans in and kisses her and she doesn't stop him until she stops him and then says like look I'm not available mm-hmm. and she runs away mm-hmm. well, what did you think of the kiss guys <laughs> I mean I think it had to happen it was bound to happen at some point or another it's not like i was fawning over this i'm still not feeling the jason so okay. like you it's do okay. list you have your caleb, I love and I have my caleb. 
Jason will get there. Thank you. At a point, he starts to Jason. Yes. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, when does it happen, though? Because I need to show Michelle. Yeah, that I can't tell you. (laughs) I know. It's like there's a thing. There's just like a moment you're like, oh, it's Jason. It's Jason Jason. has arrived. Still waiting Mm -hmm. for it. That's okay. At least she did say something. I'm not available. She didn't leave him hanging like, I can't do this and run away. She says, sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, kind of like, I want to, but I'm sorry that I can. (laughs) Right. I'm not available. (laughs) Not available. But what do you think? Like, is that highlighting too much that she has an illegal relationship? Or like, Mm. should she have maybe just said no? Yeah. Well, I I think she maybe just didn't want to hurt his feelings. Right? Like, I think... It's clear that she does like him. And I think it's obvious to him. Yeah. Like he's feeling something. Absolutely. You know? So I think she's just like, hey, I'm not available. Like, sorry. Like, kind of like bad timing is how I interpreted it. Because I think that she does like him. I think so, too. She's definitely curious, at least. Mm-hmm. And I guess not available. We'll see what happens. Could be mentally I'm not there or right there's a lot going on my family I'm mentally I'm not there I'm just curious if Jason will continue to pursue it and be like what did you mean by that like do you have a boyfriend is it just bad timing and if she will come out and tell him Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean you guys know I don't know well I I really like it's so hard to remember remember what (laughs) happens on this show like and especially I watch so much trash that I have to start erasing it or I wouldn't have any room for like my life or job right and then they all blend together like Mm -hmm. all of these teen shows you're like wait was that that show or this show like you don't remember because they all have those similar plots so yeah one have either of you watched Riverdale Yes. yes Because I feel like the Riverdale plots blend into the Pretty Little Liars plots to me just because they're both so off the wall. (laughs) Yes. I mean, especially in later seasons, there's a lot of parallels, I feel, between Riverdale and Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. It's too much. In a... It's just whack. It's just whack. <laughs> yeah. Michelle and I had uh, watched. We decided it was pa- season three we got up to, right, No, Michelle? I think it was season four. Season Whatever four. Whatever the Chad Michael Murray cult leader. Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. Spoiler, guys. Sorry. I think that's season three. Oh, no. Oh. Okay, three. Season four I, has like a prep school. Oh, yeah. We oh, did we do watched that. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we watched four. We stopped. And then we randomly watched the season <laughs> six or seven finale. What, what was our most recent season? Seven? The one that they ended on seven, yes, I think. Right? Seven. So yeah. We watched season six finale, and then we watched season seven finale, and we really like season seven. That is <laughs> no. a confusing ride to go on without watching any of season six. Season six finale, we were both like, "What is happening?" But the seventh, the finale of seven, we cried. We cried. We did I watch the last little bit. Yeah. Oh, oh my it's god, it's, it was seven. good. It was good. They did a good yeah. job, I think. But yes, yeah. a lot of like parallels going on between these two shows. Yeah. I find they're very similar. <laughs> uh, so we have a side story of Mike, which is actually really sad. Yeah. To watch this 14-year-old boy going through something very clearly. And both of his parents are on opposite ends. They don't really know how to handle it. And Ella thinks that he needs some mental health days at home. Byron's kind of pushing him to go back to school. And it's clear that Mike's having either some depression or anxiety. And he can't physically get out of bed now. Like, it's getting to the point where he wants to be in the dark. He wants to be under the covers. Like, really stuff that we should be paying attention to. Which is so funny 
not funny, but that I never remember this even happened in the show, right? Like this subplot of Mike. And so Byron proceeds to go up there and he tries to talk to Mike. And then when he comes down, he tells Ella that he's actually really worried about him because he's showing signs um, of something that his brother Scott went through. So it's not really clear. And honestly, we don't go back to this. I had to Google it because I'm like, do we find out more about Scott? We don't. But I think it's just very, yeah, I think you're supposed to just kind of either assume that maybe he tried to commit suicide or he did commit suicide um, or had some really bad depression. And Byron is really worried about Mike, which is crazy. And Ella's kind of like, he's not the same. Like let's, she kind of brushes it off and I wish that she would, I don't remember if we continue this into later seasons. Hmm. My memory obviously is not, not great. (laughs) But maybe you guys don't remember, but does Mike become more of a developed character? Yeah, we do a little bit more with him. I wouldn't say like tremendous yeah. stuff. Okay. I I feel like he gets a little bit more, but I don't think it's he's never like main cast. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Like this town, like there's been a murder, there's been all of this stuff has happened. They've got all of these family issues. And yeah, everyone just expects the kids to just go to school and get good grades and act like everything's normal. Right. And it's just so especially if Rosewood is supposed to be this tiny, tiny town, mm-hmm. you'd think there'd be a little bit more understanding for what mm-hmm. everyone's going through, but there's just no sympathy. No. Right. And so now knowing if there's like some mental health issues in the Montgomery family that you Mm. would definitely want your kids to be at least talking to someone because what Mike is saying and especially that we heard him say that he wanted to steal a gun from a cop. Like, right. This is very concerning. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's got a lot of shit going on. Mm -hmm. Okay, over to Spencer. She and company, they go back to the morgue to see if they can find this page five, which of course it's not going to be there. And Emily is like, obviously someone got to it before we did. And they overhear, as I teased last week, Michelle, that Jenna is telling a nurse how she's so excited. I think she wants to go see Kate May. And she is a candidate for this synthetic corneal transplant. So Toby does eventually, we don't see Toby in this episode, but Spencer says that Toby tells her about that Jenna's a candidate for this surgery. And the girls are so freaked out because with her sight back, who knows what she'd be <laughs> capable of. She's so powerful. And then she has a, a, a cop on her side, you know? So yeah. the girls are like, um, this means war for us if she gets her sight back and then hannah's like does that mean that we're off the hook i'm like girl you still did it though (laughs) like what do you mean are you off the hook and spencer's like maybe guilt wise i'm like you guys don't feel guilty every single day for blinding another individual i would that would i wouldn't take that to my grave i would never forget about it yeah so yikes hannah she's so naive Mm -hmm. so naive i mean they all are it's fine. I still love her. She can get away with it. I right? Agree. Isn't she the Hannah. best? Do you have is she your favorite liar cuz she's she's ours. She's my favorite by far. Mm-hmm. Uh and unlike you two, my least favorite by far is Spencer. So Wow. Yeah. Okay. I can I can mm. understand. It's a I think she's affected by like looking a lot like someone I really don't like <gasps> in real life too, so that like didn't help. Mm-hmm. But do I it. just have I don't know. I just think she's unbearable. She's like the richest one. She's plays field hockey i'm just like i don't like you <laughs> she definitely um 
is very intense. She's a very intense person, almost where it's like, all right, you just need to take it down a couple of notches I agree. for me. Yeah. I like that she wants to figure this stuff out, but like honestly, even though they she wanted to go into the shed of Jason's, I'm like, private property girl. Like, don't go in there. Like she gets herself She's fearless wrapped. when it comes she's to fearless. this stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause she's gotta yeah. figure it out. But it's like maybe if they had like talked to an adult instead of re- relying on Spencer, it wouldn't have taken so many seasons wow. to figure this out. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's always the age old question. If they, if they actually told someone else that this was happening, yeah. then we would have not had a show because this is just r- ridiculous. Right. Yeah. right. She's gung-ho, however, about blaming Jason. She's like, now in her head, you know, at first it was Toby and then it was Ian and now it's Jason. Jason's on her radar and she wants to figure out how he's a part of this somehow. So she spies on him at home and Kim in the chat was like, she's in a red, a bright red shirt and she's trying to hide in the bushes. (laughs) I'm like, there's obvious, it's very obvious that Jason is going to see her there. Yeah. Uh, but he has a gardener there working for him at the moment. And the gardener, I guess, like, why would this guy try to go in his shed? But they, of course, they make it a point to show that Jason doesn't want him going in the shed. And then we see where Jason hides the key. And Spencer just like, now she's like, I need to get in there. So before that, she mentions to her mom about Peter burying a potential murder weapon and Veronica is surprised to hear about it but she ultimately agrees with Peter's decision which Spencer is very surprised about which I'm like are you surprised because yeah I feel like they're such a unit when it comes mm-hmm. to their children I feel like once right. one makes a decision the other will always back them up so well, they're also very much on the same page of we do not trust that family nope so they're a united front on that. And Spencer, that just feeds into what how Spencer's feeling. Right, exactly. Like, well, if my parents say he's untrustworthy, right. you know, he's not trustworthy, then right. maybe he did do something. Yeah. And why is she surprised that her parents would destroy evidence that might possibly connect her to a murder? Like, they obviously don't want her to go down for this murder, whether she did it or mm-hmm. not. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to destroy it. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> she will soon learn. <laughs> Maybe. (laughs) Well, maybe. So then she makes sure no one is home. She tells Emily, we got to get into Jason's shed ASAP before he gets home. So she drags her in. They get the key. They open it up and they realize it's a dark room. And in there are many developed photos and they shine the light. And it's not looking good for Jason because it's all like parts of Aria. (laughs) It's her mouth, her eyes, her hair, and the girls are creeped out as hell. And then they hear Jason and they run out. But of course, Emily drops the flashlight and they can't go back in to get it. So when they do, they realize that the entire shed is now cleaned out. There's no photos. There's no equipment, no cameras, no surveillance cameras that Spencer claims that he was using to spy on people. And in there is just a random, their random flashlight just sitting on the table or is it yeah on the table right it's so creepy mm-hmm. yeah. but just like the close-ups of her lips <laughs> like whoa well, and so what he took those through her like bedroom window right. while she's sleeping right. like it's like like how did you get all these pictures of her parts, mm-hmm. <laughs> her parts. <laughs> not one is her full face i know right I know. that's so strange it's very artsy fartsy. Yep, but you know? it's very but creepy in, like a, in a creepy, creepy mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah. 
what did you think about how long it took Spencer and Emily to realize it was a dark like they step on a roll of film they like look around for so long before it's like oh my god it's a dark room (laughs) anything to drag out the plot right anything yeah there were so many and then you you it zooms in on Jason's face like a triple zoom and he's like got this evil in the red light in like the dark room light it was so bad it was so bad yeah oh my god I was like wait till Michelle sees this episode I was cringing so much I laughed out loud so many times my first watch yeah and then I think Kate like sent in her emails (laughs) and she was like oh my god Michelle's gonna cringe so much at this episode I'm like yep is yeah yeah it's on a next level Mm -hmm. all right over to emily she's like a mad woman throwing out all of these topical products she doesn't care if it's hannah's if it's hers if it's ashley's she's throwing it away even hannah's like very expensive stolen cream which i'm like what would we trying to like make that a dupe for (laughs) like these days i feel like i don't know would it be like I don't, she wouldn't like steal like La Mer or well she I don't said it was a she... soy moisturizer so I like took it as like soy fresh or what's oh, that oh mm. yes fresh fresh there you the go fresh soy, have a soy cleanser mm-hmm. or something soy like cleanser yeah. let's go with that yeah. she I stole like it that. from like Sephora that's right <laughs> modern day it'd be drunk elephant that's for sure absolutely absolutely yeah. the drunk elephant has exploded yeah uh, mike s is there a product that we would keep even if there was a chance that there was some hgh in it just because you love it or because it's expensive <laughs> no personally i'll just go buy new <laughs> right yeah yeah because the only thing i love that much is like my snail mucin and it's Me really too. only 20 dollars, <laughs> so i could just go buy a new one <laughs> i fucking love the snail mucin i have the it's snail so mucin and the snail mucin cream Oh, I used the eye cream and I didn't think it was that good. I I also used the the eye cream cream. and did not think it was that good. But I also don't really have, I feel like maybe if my eyelids were like more dry or something, maybe it would be better. But I love that mucin and I know it's hyped up, but I really believe in it. (laughs) For the people it works for, it's amazing. Like obviously Mm -hmm. some people, they shouldn't use it, but when it works, it works. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. So the snail mucin, but we can just get another bottle for twenty dollars Yeah, it's not expensive. Right, so right. it's fine. Right. <laughs> we can throw away everything. <laughs> Emily's dealing with the aftermath of being home uh, after the, the A of it all and this secret that she has about the HGH. And then A sends her a message that they're willing to do anything and use this information if... Emily doesn't do what they say, basically. Circa season one with Hannah. Mm-hmm. And so Samara and Emily are dating and they're like getting more serious. And I made a mention that they kissed in this episode, but we didn't even have this like romantic, like first kiss thing. So I was like, why, why don't we do that for them? Like they deserve to have a first kiss. Yeah, I agree. Thing, you know, Yeah. even though we don't like her. Well, oh, <laughs> what do you think about Samara, Kirsten? Because... <laughs> Michelle is having she, she does not like her. Have you seen the <laughs> Have you seen the OC? A lot of the OC, but I haven't seen all of the OC. Have you seen season one? Yeah. Okay. So there's a villain Oliver who's like obsessed with Marissa. Okay. So Samara was just giving me Oliver vibes, and I just 
I just didn't trust her for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe she gets I mean, better, but I don't know. It's giving obsessed yes. the way she just suddenly was at school. Like, it's not Thank a you. great yes. vibe, but at least she's age appropriate. So I, she's not, like, at the True. top of my hit list. Right? <laughs> we, thi- we think she's age appropriate. I, th- I think she is... It, the same oh, age yeah. as Emily? Like, we don't, I don't know. know. I guess sure. I just thought she was going to high school, so I thought it was yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what they want you to think, and that's what oh, we're going to think, because mm-hmm. I can't think any more about the ages. No, it no being, more predators. No more predators. Liars. <laughs> right? Like, it's just too much. Um, But I just feel like, oh, I was like, oh, they really didn't show them going from, like, the last episode to this episode, but things are getting you know more serious and they want to have this girls night playing poker and apparently it was supposed to be at Quinn's house but then it fell through with her parents and so Ashley overhears it and she's like have it here like I want to you know you live here and I want you to feel like this is your home too and she wants to understand her and want her to feel comfortable which I just I thought was so great and then she's like how will I know how will I know which girl is your girlfriend and which girl is a friend and I'm like well <laughs> you could Emily's like I'll tell you it's super cute she's like I want you to feel at home here but you have the same rules like no girlfriends in the bedroom which is you know what that's great accepting not being weird about Emily's identity like this is great I loved it loved it I loved it so much yeah yeah, yeah Ashley's by far I think the best parent on the Mm -hmm. show like even just her plot lines are more entertaining than the other parents totally yeah they're a little bit more scandalous yes yeah yeah Yeah, ella and byron are like so like ella is so great by herself i obviously the listeners Mm -hmm. know how i feel about byron but i love ashley i just think her dynamic especially with her daughter and just with the other mothers and just like she's a powerhouse and she doesn't take shit from people and i just really love her as a, a person and a mother and it was really nice to see her accept Emily for everything. And so the girls are having this poker night and everything's going really well. And Samara's so happy that Emily's getting along with her friends. Uh, Samara brings Quinn and then two other girls, Bianca and Zoe. And so at this point, uh, A has texted Emily now twice that they want Emily to give Zoe her phone number which everyone was emailing me about like calling her Jenny Humphrey. They're like, oh, Jenny Humphrey gets the number. (laughs) They're like, circus season three, Jenny Humphrey is getting the number. (laughs) I'm like, this was, I don't even know why we, I mean, I guess we had to like stir up shit between Samara and Emily, but like this was a device that we Also like we just messed with Emily with the- We just messed with her, yeah. The steroid cream. So <laughs> the steroid cream. It's just like what I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Which like that's not how HGH right. works, I don't think. Like right. I really just I don't think that's how it works, but I'm not a scientist or like a bodybuilder, so I don't know. Uh well and like what if she had at the table been like, hey, like let's all exchange phone numbers. Zoe, here's my number. Would that have met A's I don't think qualifications? So. I think A then would have been like, you kind of like wimped out and now I'm gonna tell everyone about your HGH. <laughs> uh, how long does HGH stay in your system? I don't right? That's so it true. Doesn't make Google, sense. Google. It doesn't make sense. I'm looking it up. Also, yeah, okay. Like, Nine to seventeen hours. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I guess she was rubbing the cream on like every couple of hours. So maybe she's got like really high doses of it. 
I think it'd be gone by now. Like, right? I it guess would be gone. he would have the medical records, but right. then she could just say, test me. I'm not taking it. Right. Doesn't she even ask, what's his face? Test me again. Ren. Ren, yeah. She was weeping. <laughs> he said, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. I'll buy you some time. Okay, wait, but it. if you were Emily and you get this text at this poker game, wouldn't you be like, oh well, my God, A I is one of these girls? I don't know, because it's like <laughs> A picked out Zoe. It's so particular. I don't know. that It's so it's so particular. It's so specific that Emily is like, they are watching us, like every move. But they have to know their names. I know. They must have a rigged microphone in the house. Ew. Maybe they're like a lip reader. Or a really good liberator. liberator. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Just, right. You have to like live the fantasy. Sure. Which we we live the fantasy. I know, I live it, but then sometimes I come out of it and I'm like, just go back into it. Totally. No, just go back into it. Just accept the fantasy. Just accept it. Just accept the fantasy. Um, So Emily does give uh, Zoe her phone number. She's like, here, you left this. And Zoe's like, what is it? And she's like, my phone number. And Quinn sees it. And Quinn's like, Mm-mm, not working for me. Mm-hmm. And so then Samara seems to call Emily a few times, but Emily doesn't pick up, which is obviously suspicious. And then so Samara comes to the house and she's like following her around screaming. And Emily is like not even reacting. She's like, you want a soda? Like, I'm like, oh my God, Emily, this is so bad. <laughs> Samara's like, you didn't think I was going to find out. And Emily's like, so you want to like relax? relax and have a soda but Samara's like I don't believe you and I'm gonna go bye-bye Emily gaslighting she's like I'm just bonding with your friends isn't that what you wanted like I was proud of Samara being like no I'm gonna stand up for myself it's clear that you're lying and I'm not gonna take it yeah and I was like good 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 for you girl yeah no point for Samara for sure yeah our listeners like lots of them asked how we would approach this text uh this uh giving the phone number to zoe like how would we have done it better i probably would have done it the way you just described it of like hey guys let's all exchange numbers <laughs> yeah but that's not gonna be good enough for a well, i i would at least make sure the room was clear that's before yes. i do it yeah yeah i think i would have just been like Wait for Quinn to go to the bathroom. Or like, yeah, yeah, or just like, hey, I'm giving everyone my number. Like maybe pretend like I gave everyone else my number, but it's really like, and then be like, here, here's my number. Like we can all, we should all hang out. Yeah. Not like very, but I guess I would have mm-hmm. not taken that well either. Right, right, so. right. Who knows? Like, I mean, they didn't say she couldn't also give her number to Quinn. She could have just that done the thing true. with some, like, uh, was Zoe then been like, oh, and Quinn, I also have it for you. I want to keep in touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. On these little pieces of paper. Everybody gets one. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> but I guess like they didn't have smartphones yet. No, not a smartphone. They definitely had like, you know, the flip or the mm-hmm. Motorola or the yeah. the chocolate, whatever one. But <laughs> not, a, not an iPhone. Yeah. I wait. I wonder when we get those. When did the iPhone like, well, in 2011, I had an iPhone for sure. So I know they existed. Mm. All right. So maybe soon the girls will like up their, their technology. I'm they don't have Blackberries. I know. Yeah. I know. So Gossip Girl. Gossip yeah. Girl is Blackberry after Blackberry. Yeah. So good. <laughs> 
All right. Lastly, we have to talk about Hannah, who sees Caleb talking to this man that she had witnessed last week in the black car. And she finds out from Caleb that this is a private eye. So you were correct, Michelle, Mm -hmm. and that his mother is looking for him. Mm -hmm. So Hannah and Caleb do a little research on Claudia Dawson, who is Caleb's mother, learns that she does, in fact, have other children she lives in montecito in california and she is trying to get in contact with caleb and he really doesn't know what to do the pressure is on for him he can't even really think he has to go take a walk and hannah finds him later you know in the uh, sitting on on the swings which was really sweet and he's just doesn't really know how to handle the situation and hannah says look it's your choice you can enter some contact with her or not either way at least you'll know and at the end of the day it's your decision whether you want to start or end something with her and so he ends up calling her and his mother asks if he wants to come and visit and they can get to know each other and he has to leave tonight (laughs) that very day always tonight (laughs) it's always that minute that second his mom is getting him a car service to take him to the airport like what the budget for flights non-existent <laughs> yeah we just have to live in it remember that yep. just gotta, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah living in living it living in it and uh hannah obviously is really sad to see him go but she's happy that he's gonna have some resolution hopefully with his mother and it's really undetermined when he said he's going to come back like there is no yeah. return date so so you know i have to ask Mm-hmm. Is this the end? It's not the <gasps> end. Thank God. You oh probably don't see him for like another three years, though. And he's going to come back with like short hair and a beard and We will glasses. see him sooner than you think. Oh, sooner okay. Sooner than you think. Okay, okay. Yeah. He returns in this season. You don't have oh, to wait for that long. Mm-hmm. Great. I'd like to give you a little taste so Thank you have you something so to look much. forward something to. to live for. <laughs> that would be such a wild last episode if I he know. really did go. And, yeah. Right? Well, I just thought like maybe the writers were thinking, we don't really know what to do with you anymore. Mm. You got to go. Yeah. That's like the Caleb thing. They're like, you know what? We'll write Caleb off for a while. <laughs> right, right. And then I it's think so there's, true. I don't know. Yeah. They, they're just like, yeah, get rid of him for a bit and then <laughs> no, come back. But back. <laughs> I think they just love Tyler so much that they're like, we don't know what to do with you, but we want to bring you back. And then they eventually just keep bringing him back. So I'll take it. He's great. And do you ship them as a couple person? Is that like since you love Hannah? Yes. Oh, my God. Like loving Hannah. A big part of that is also loving Caleb and loving them together. Mm -hmm. Like it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. They're a really sweet, genuine relationship. They're so sweet on screen, like watching these two cry with each other and then saying, I love you. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I could watch you two all day. <laughs> it's so true. They've just really, they just work. They really Like, do. I believe them yes. that they're in love. Yes. Like, me even too. though it's only been a short period of time, like, you know, you're in love. It's you, when you know, you know. Right. Like, I believe this 10 times more than I believe Ezra and Aria love. Yeah. Each other. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, you will never be able to convince me that Ezra is saying I love you for any reason other than to get sex because they haven't <laughs> slept together yet. And then once he gets it, he's going to be like, right. get, get yeah, sex. Check you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we go find another high schooler. Uh, uh, I forget I said that. Yuck. yuck. <laughs> Take um, it back. But we have, uh, well, uh, before that, Hannah has 
this epiphany, I guess. This whole episode, she's not really calling her dad back because she's upset. Which she really was upset at Ashley. So I don't really know why she wasn't calling her dad back. But I guess because he decided to leave yet again. Mm -hmm. And um, after this Caleb situation, she decides she's going to call her dad and tell him that she does want to be a part of the wedding and that she will look for bridesmaids dresses. So that will be coming soon. Great. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And then our last scene, which is so delicious, is just this black gloved figure in a black their own dark room um or maybe jason's dark room who knows and they're developing a photo and it shows to be spencer and emily in jason's dark room so it's like how did that get there how did you get that footage yeah i like i know we have to be in the fantasy but the whole point was that the shed was totally blocked so i don't like where was the camera where was the camera (laughs) where was the camera yeah. I think there were like yeah. camera picture taking sounds when mm-hmm, they were mm-hmm. in the dark room, but mm-hmm. it's like from where? from where? Where was A? Right. Yeah, this one just felt like it gave me nothing. Right. Just- so, I mean, this is where you have to think about some things and make some predictions because literally everyone is like, how does Michelle interpret this scene? Is Jason involved? Does A have their own, you know, dark room? Well, I... Is Jason creepy? Yes, Jason's creepy. Also, like, I know the last scene is for us to think it's A, but I think it's just Jason. Okay. He's just developing a picture he took of them. Mm, And that's... Good thoughts. (laughs) It's not A. It's just Jason doing his thing wearing a glove because, you know... All right. Developing pictures. I love that. It's Jason... There's no other explanation as to why he has these creepy photos of Arya, right? Well, no, that he's obsessed. It just that just that he's obsessed. Will Arya tell anyone that he kissed her? I don't think so. We have to pretend this did not happen. Like this is mm. not real. I can't even let that be a thing. Ezra only. That's fair. Aria loves Ezra all over the notebooks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's definitely something she can't write like how you would in high school like you can't well i guess you could because it would be in in private but if anyone found that (laughs) sure but you can't write jason either so no you can't you know both are kind of i mean i guess like people have crushes on their teachers true so like it could be oh well he was just like such a cute young teacher yeah i have such a crush on him I mean, we all had those teachers, right? That were like super young, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> close to your age, yes. closer to your age than your parents' age, and you're like, "Wow, okay, I will be staring at you and not the board like the entire time." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm sure she's not the only one crushing on Ezra. Mm. I mean, that's my summary, guys. So, picture this, Betty's. It's a cold winter night, but you are warmed by the soft flickering glow of your screen and the red-hot secrets spilling from Liz and Michelle's lips. Or maybe it's early October. Who can tell in Rosewood? Either way, stay tuned for more right after this break. Going to go into our segments. But first, we're going to shout out our new patron, Laura. Yay! Welcome! We're so excited you're here. Yeah. 
for the year. I know. <laughs> for the year. She pledged she's for here. the year. Oh, so fun. Right? Isn't that so sweet? So now Laura will be joining us and she actually joined us in the Discord chat for tonight's episode. We just welcome you to our network and we are going to enjoy getting to know you and we're hoping that you're going to do the Discord with us each week when we yeah. talk about Pretty Little Liars because she loves Pretty Little Liars. I'm so great. excited to have another buddy who loves PLL. Yeah. The more the merrier. So many. The more the merrier. I want to hear all your thoughts. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Why don't you tell everyone about our Patreon, Michelle? Our Patreon is a fun place, y'all. We have different tiers. Uh, our Upper Easter, Upper Easters, our Upper East Siders tier, and that includes our Discord chat. So that's what Liz was referencing throughout this episode. You can join us every week as we watch uh, Pretty Little Liars live, and then we also uh, once a month have a live show, so you can join us live and watch us recap. And that's just fun because you know all the mishaps that ensue when you're live. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the background falling over, yeah. and the light, whatever. And then last week, if you watched visual, we had reactions on Michelle's computer, apparently. And so fireworks fireworks went off. Uh, it was very, we were just, I was rolling. I thought it was so funny. It's a good time, though. And then you get to meet <laughs> people with uh, the same interests. And you talk about TV and we talk about everything. And you have access to our Discord chat. And you also get to join our birthday club. And... Ultimately, your support means everything to us, and we're just so thankful. And the link yeah. is in the uh, show notes if you want to check us out. We also have a, a listener survey going around. Yes, we want to know more about you. Please, please, please. We've already had so many of you take it, but if you are new and you just found us, we would love to just learn more about you. So please, if you have a couple of moments, fill out our survey. The link is in our show notes. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, let's go into some ice cream. Yeah. Let's get some, let's get hungry. Dessert. So Mike, Mike has called the Rosewood Shop now Lucky Leon's Laddle from your suggestion last week, Michelle, that we should be calling it from Lucky Leon's okay. shop. Laddle? <laughs> Is it La- ladle? Ladle? Maybe? Sorry, ladle. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to, he's going to get me that for that one. I might edit that out. No, keep that um, in. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Leon's ladle. <laughs> Whoopsie, <laughs> since he is the owner of the shop. Great. So this week's flavor is, uh, sounds delicious, Ben and Jerry's Changing is Brewing, cold brew ice cream with marshmallow swirls and fudge brownies. Mm. Change is definitely brewing in Rosewood this week, the biggest being the loss of our sketchy Tim Riggins. What, <laughs> we do understand why he's leaving. What does this mean for our beloved Haleb? It's a good thing ice cream has brownies in it. It will help us deal with the heartache. Like the swirls of marshmallows in the flavor, Arya is trying to turn up the romance in her love life. But is as but is it Ezra she wants to be swirled in the blankets with? Or is there a change of partner in the future? While on the topic of Jason, it looks like Spencer and Emily's impression of him has changed from creeper to stalker. Poor Emily. Emily, instead of joining the cold brew ice cream, looks like she'll be getting the cold shoulder from Oliver now that A has interfered with her love life. This episode has us enjoying each minute, or should I say spoonful? Thank you, Michael. Very That's so good. good. You know what I wanted to mention earlier, you know, since I'm on my like Jason train, <laughs> but Aria was like, when Emily questioned why Aria was kind of relaxing to the fact that she was into Jason she's like you guys thought Toby was guilty and look at where Toby is now and I was like good point Aria yeah sure point for for Aria (laughs) 
I forgot to mention that when we talked about valid, it. Valid. Very valid. I felt like that was a good point, you know? Yeah. But what does that mean about how Arya actually feels about Jason? Right. Oh, that's true. Because look at where Toby is now. Right. Right. He's in, in, in with Spencer. Right. Mm-hmm. Good point. Mm. Mm. All right, it's time to do a little MVP and shittiest. Does everyone have an MVP for this episode? I do. Well, we'll start with Kirsten since she's the guest. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think that Hannah's the MVP of the episode. She nice. works through a lot of her issues with her own family. She talks Caleb through his problems with his mom and gets him to make the choice that's right for him, not what's like what she wants. Yep. I just feel like she was so mature in this episode. Yeah, she was great. I love her. Who'd you have, Michelle? I had Ashley. I also had Ashley. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I just love, love, love the way she treated Emily and just accepts her for who she is. And just saying that the fact of like, this is your house too. And she just came at that angle with lots of love and acceptance. I'm here for yeah. it. Me too. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And they're like the poorest family and yet the most yes. welcoming and nice to all of the other kids. So true. Which I really appreciate. So true. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. I honestly struggled with the shittiest. Do you guys have Kirsten, a shittiest? Do you have a shittiest? I, I, have, I have a shittiest. Okay, good. I would love, we want to hear uh, it. It's Jason. He's a creep. He's a certified creep. He's confirmed <laughs> to be taking photos of Aria. I, yeah. And yeah. he kissed an underage girl. So <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we'll go with it. I, yeah. I I will do it. I will go with that because I really struggled. I wanted to give it to maybe like Garrett or Jenna, but like right. been there, done that, you know, like right. they're not shit. I mean, they're they shitty. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything specific in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Jason's looking not, he's looking real bad. He's looking real bad. I wonder just how we're going to do this and spin this. It's like, it's not even Jason's photos. He's just developing them. Hmm. I don't think that's the case, but because why would he even do that? Well, whose photos would it be then? I don't know. Well, but why would he develop more than one? Like you see one I, creepy photo, that's why true. would you keep that's going? That's true. It's right. <laughs> Great know, point. Great point points. again. Good point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right. We can't. We can't justify this for Jason. No. Mm-mm. Um, I was gonna give this like a a six on a cringe meter today. What would you guys rate it out of ten on cringe? Because the super zooms and the triple zooms, um, I I I haven't laughed out loud in an episode in a while, and I laughed out loud. So I might even go seven. Whoa, Kirsten, <laughs> what, what are you rating I, this? I might be with you on like a like a seven because yeah. it's just. I feel like there was multiple really cringy things mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we had a lot of people that were uncomfortable watching Arya and Ezra and Jason mm-hmm. together, like all of that stuff going on too. Like I didn't particularly think it that part was cringy, but I could see why people wouldn't like that. Yeah. I found last week cringier. Okay. With Emily collapsing on the floor. <laughs> I think hospital. what did you rank last week? I don't know. We remember. did a, I think we did a f- I think we did a six. I think we it's, did a six. I literally listened to it today and I can't remember well, what you ranked. Right. It. I mean, Girl, it was, we can't I remember yes. I, I can't remember this morning. I can't even remember what we <laughs> talked about twenty minutes ago. So yes. you know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you, you know, who our MVP is. Yeah. No, maybe last week I just felt it was more corny yeah okay Mm -hmm. but this yeah i'll give it a six i'm with you guys 
I'm with, okay. I'm with you. We'll give it a six. It's just, just creepy. Super it's just like the creep in the zoom. And the smirking, the Jason smirking in the red room. Like that was so <laughs> funny to me. I think I blocked that out. <laughs> like I don't remember that happening. My brain is your brain was me like too much. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, wish I could forget it, but I can't. Uh, it's too bad. <laughs> uh, we're at the end of the episode where I'm going to give Michelle the title for our next week's episode, which is episode 10. So we're making double digits. Oh my goodness. And you'll make a little uh, prediction about what's going to happen next week. So the episode title is Touched by an Angel. <laughs> Angel. Cute. And my secret to reveal to you is that I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Our girl Jackie comes to the school for college day to represent Hollis with Ezra. Okay, love it. I know you love it. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> I am disappointed, though, that we didn't see Jenna get this vision. Well, not yet. She's only a candidate. <laughs> no, but I was really... Give her, she can't have surgery, like, in, you know, Why 24 not? hours. Sure she can. <laughs> She has probably get medical clearance, you know. I do know. How it goes. I do know. I do know. Michelle, you had Lisa. I know. You know how it goes. I know. Twice. And still, Twice. And still have glasses. So glasses. Oh when they talked about the eye flaps, I have PTSD. I was like, I literally, that was making me like un- just uncomfortable when yeah yeah at lunch no i can't i can't get lace like i'm too i mean i don't think i'd be a candidate anyways because i have an astigmatism but i'm also just like too afraid and mm. one of i like one of my friends got lasik and i was like oh tell me exactly what happened like each step so that i won't be afraid anymore and then he described it and i was like <laughs> i'm more afraid than ever so mm-hmm. it could never be me i'll just yeah. wear glasses yeah. it's fine uh yeah. i now have a fear of the eye doctor i'll just say oh, that no. like big like I used to love it and now I really fear it. But next week, uh, what was that predict? What was that secret? Oh, yes. Okay. You Jackie. Jenna to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, yes. But mm-hmm. okay. So Jackie and Ezra, I hope that they have to be at the same table because they're representing Hollis. And mm-hmm. so this is going to make Aria feel uncomfortable, but maybe not because maybe now she's just going to be thinking about Jason. And so she won't, it won't even like. So she she won't uh, be mad if Ezra no. and Jackie kind of mm-hmm. get chummy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Jason, this is just a college fair. Yeah. For some reason, I could see Jason there, like just working a table for, oh, come Maybe. to me if you're feeling like you need someone to talk to. He's probably bored, right? He's he probably is has bored. nothing going on, you know? That's why he's like fonding over. F- fawning, fawning over Aria, <laughs> fondling over Aria. <laughs> you know, like there's nothing else to do. I guess I'll just be inappropriate and look at all these high school girls, and then go to high school again. And yeah, he's living in a fantasy world. I think. Question for you, and maybe you don't know yet, but do we attend Tom's wedding? Because if we're doing all of this. I'm assuming we are going to actually see Hannah go to this wedding, which last week it was six weeks away. Right. So she's got to get in touch. I'm, sh- get that- I'm sure that number is going to change at some point. I'm sure. sure the writers are going to like fudge that somehow. I don't remember. I- I'm in my in my rewatch now. Yeah. I haven't gotten up to any of that yet, but we will get some more. We'll get her doing the bridesmaid stuff. 
but I don't remember the wedding per se. Yeah. So it could have, I'm very, it's very well could have happened. Carson, do you have a recollection of any wedding? <laughs> I'm in this, I'm on the same page as you. Like, I, I know that more stuff wedding related is definitely going to happen, but the wedding itself, not really coming to mind. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, that's what she'd be doing next week is going bridesmaid fitting, shopping. But maybe next week, actually, we will have the girls tell Aria what they found and, you know, the pictures. And then Aria be like, what do you, no, I don't, no, I don't think so. No way. You must, I don't think you know what you saw. <laughs> yeah. My Long Island just came out. Saw. Did you hear that? <laughs> it real came through. Yeah. I said it. But yeah, that's, <laughs> I think that's what we're going to be preoccupied with. We'll have this college fair. Danby stuff. I think it's mm, going to be Danby. there. And then, you know, hey, Jason's a creep. He has close-ups of your lips. <laughs> and then Jason, maybe she'll like approach him about it. And he'll be like, what are you talking about? Oh. go! He'll be like, go it. look at my shed. It's not a, what are you talking about? And nothing will be in there. It'll just be like camping equipment. Totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Camping equipment. Yes. Yes. That's my <laughs> predictions. Those are my predictions. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. And that's that's it. That's all we have for you tonight. Yeah. Kirsten, thank you so thank you, so much for joining us. Please thank tell our listeners where they can find you. Uh yes, yeah, so cur- currently only one of my podcasts is actually producing episodes and that's Mess Magnets where every week we talk about pop culture, celeb gossip, trending topics. Uh, we talked about all the Golden Globes drama this week, which was really Whisper, fun. whisper. What were they saying? Yeah. <laughs> all the TikTok lip readers were I out, know. you know. So good. I love it. I love it. Uh, and then if you want to see anything else from me, you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What. Love it. Love and it will be in this description for the episode. If you're curious, you can just click away. And we thank you all so much. Thank you again, Kirsten. It's been such a pleasure. And we'll see you next week. Wow. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. You can email us at wearelierspod at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Alyssa Tenio and Michelle Rubenstein, music by Anthony Vacora.